1: All right, everybody. Welcome to the first live episode of the Pirates Podcast to be named later. We figured since the season was live, we'd go live too. Uh, we are here to answer all of your questions. Well, when I say we, Alex is here to answer all your questions. Uh, for those of you that don't don't know, I'm Eddie Provident. This is Alex Stump next to me. Uh, we are sorry. We we said 7:30, but uh, the IT guy was having some issues with his IT, um, and I didn't. I forgot to reboot it, uh, turn it back off, or turn it off and turn it back on again. Uh, but we finally got all the tech issues taken care of. Alex, we had some real baseball. Pirates win five four. Cruz hits a monster home run. Uh, we've got small ball that I want to talk to you about. Just a great day for baseball yesterday, man.
0: It was, and actually, it was one of those games that you leave the clubhouse. And you think they won that game because they didn't screw anything up? Yep. Like, it, it, like years past, we would have seen an error. We would have seen you know not coming through in a clutch situation, and that runner on third would be stranded. But no, they just did what they had to do, and they won.
1: It was and a lot of fun this, to watch.
0: Yeah, and we're, we'll talk about that game a little later down the road. But I'm yes. I'm not going to kid anyone else here.
1: There's the some the other first big half news. So.
0: Hour or however long we're doing <laughs> the show, the first half, whatever it is. We're gonna talk Brian Reynolds.
1: Did did something happen off the field?
0: Yeah, lots, a lots happened off the field. <laughs> off the field. It's been uh, been uh, interesting. What we'll, we'll call it thirty ish hours.
1: Yeah, yeah, about, about that, about that.
0: Yeah. So for those of you who have been <laughs> out of the loop, <laughs> <laughs> brace yourself for this. <laughs> it's a lot the part, because the parts and Brian Reynolds we somehow able to close this 50 plus million dollar gap that they had between their two offers and actually have the agreed upon money for a long term extension. But
1: <laughs> there's always a but with this baseball there's one team. More
0: but. There's one but here. There is it's contingent on one thing and that's, Brian Reynolds wants an opt-out in the contract, and the Pirates don't want to give it. And even though they agree on money, that is the one thing that is holding this all up. And that's, that's I, I can't believe, I, I genuinely, to opine for a second, I can't believe it's not money that's the issue here. Because they were 50-something million dollars apart. like That's <laughs> that's a lot of money oh, for this man. club. That's a lot of money for this club. They went from six parts offering 680 and Reynolds wanting something a little north of 8-130 to this deal, which is seven years, $100 million, believed to be 7-100, on top of what he's got going on in 2023. I don't know why everyone's calling it an eight-year deal deal or extension whenever it doesn't add any new money it sounds like mm-hmm. for this year so i don't know i'm going to refer to it as 7100 throughout the rest of this uh podcast video live okay. stream just for clarifications purposes by math we all get to the same point that with the other reporters uh on this but yeah it's it's does reynolds get that opt-out after 2026 which would be three years into the new deal, which would leave four years on the back end. Which most of this money is back end. You know, it, it's pushed towards the back to help the Pirates be competitive. Now, it's an interesting.
1: Can I ask you a question before we get to the l- listener yeah. questions, viewer questions?
0: Has, yeah, and if anyone does have uh, questions, yes. if you're listening to this on YouTube. Or Facebook, drop them. This is going to be
1: this first segment is going to be the Alex show. I I don't have much to add to this. I'm not an insider. I'm just a host. Uh, But my so here's my thought on this, Alex. There is if I'm the Pirates and he comes down, Brian Reynolds comes down that far, I am running and signing, and I don't care what he asks for on top of that. I'm I'm taking that deal. Why is an opt-out such a big deal for this baseball team that is prone to trade players away anyways?
0: Well, the reason for the opt-out is it gives Brian Reynolds security. Right. And there is a, there is a chance with this opt-out that one of two things happens. That either, A, Brian Reynolds plays really well over these first couple years, and he becomes a free agent after which kind of defeats the purpose of a long-term deal mm-hmm. if you're on the Pirates' end. Right. Because it's like, well, we, we're giving you this money so you can be good for us for a long time. It kind of defeats that purpose, even though it does extend how long they would have him under team control by one year, guarantee. The other and more risky for the Pirates is if Reynolds gets hurt or he's just not that good or whatever – then if he doesn't opt out, the Pirates kind of could have an al- albatross you know, four-year contract that has the majority of that $100 million on it. Don't have direct specifics on how much is, you know, going to be in these first few years compared to those last four years, but there's more in the last four years. And the way it's kind of been de- described to me, I'm inclined to believe it's a lot more in those last four years. So that could be detrimental if this team is competitive, but then they can't add. Right. because you've got Brian Reynolds you know on that it's there's a lot of risk on the pirates side that they would assume with this okay. but like you said Reynolds took his asking price way down here that's their thing like look we get you're taking more risk here we're also leaving 34 35 whatever million dollars on the table of what we originally wanted so
1: and it's safe to assume that if he would get traded or something were to happen where he ends up on another, he's getting that money from another team. Like another team is going to pay him uh, close to a lot closer to his asking price. Uh, he's definitely taking home downtown discount here. Uh, we've got some questions lined up. You, uh, yeah, yeah, I, you wanna gonna
0: getting getting yeah, yeah, I'm going to start
1: getting into it. Yeah, I'm
0: going to keep going. Is but we got a couple questions here. Get to you, Jeremy Morrison asks. Don't you think it's because they don't want him to opt out before they can trade him and get something for him at the end of the deal, similar to the catch deal? I get the Kutch comparison. Uh, The difference is at the end of this deal, if there was no opt-out, Reynolds would be 34, 35. He'd be in his mid-30s at this point, where Kutch was 30 or 31. I can't remember exactly. And three or four years gap, that's going to be quite the difference in what you could get in a return. I don't think they aren't signing Brian Reynolds to a record-setting deal or are this close to a record setting deal with Brian Reynolds with in mind of like, how are we going to trade him in a couple of years? Like that's not on their forefront on their mind. They want to do this deal because they want him to be a part for a very long time. And honestly, if there's anything that you have to worry about with that trade is that scenario of he's not quite that good and he's getting all this money and it's, and it's hurting. So,
1: yeah.
0: Josh asks, do you think that a player or team option after, say, 27, 2027 could get it done? Gives both an out for whatever reason they chose, or if they are good, they keep the contract as is. Also seems crazy they don't want to do the no-trade clause. He can waive it anyway if, if they want to trade him somewhere he wants to go. Uh... <laughs> I, whenever I initially saw it, my mind immediately went to like, oh my goodness, the guy who made the trade request wants the no trade clause. But no, that, that's not it. It was just the verbiage that was mm-hmm. out there on the internet. It was like, oh my God, that'd be hilarious at least. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, look, this has been a long saga. At least make me laugh. Right, it. right. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I don't think an option is, I don't think this is a money thing anymore i think both sides have made the commitment that from and they're both out, like right on the edge of their comfort zones here of what they're willing to do that i don't mm-hmm. think this is a money thing or even like a we'll throw a couple more million dollars on the pile and you know that and you don't get the opt-out i think we're past all of that with that it's just look the money's agreed to I I can't get over it. The money is, you know, agreed to. That's not what's holding up here.
1: Do you, Alex, do you think on the money issue though, do you think if the Pirates would have come up in price a little, the opt out wouldn't have been as big of a deal? If I'm Reynolds in this situation, I I almost look at this as a slap in the face that, you know, they lowballed you you know if, if if I'm like if I'm Brian Reynolds right now I got lowballed uh so I ask you know th- they're nowhere near my ask um, it doesn't seem like it, at the beginning they're willing to negotiate so I ask for a trade they pretend look at or look around at you know uh, trade partners but they never really were serious about that now my I finally decide you know what I want to stay in Pittsburgh I like what we're building here I want to be a part of this baseball team I'm going to drop my asking price so much that they actually can meet me. And then now we get hung up on an opt out. Um, if I'm Brian Reynolds, like I'm done at this point, like I- I'm shocked that he's still yeah. negotiating. If I'm him, I'm done because this is just slap in the face after slap in the face after slap in the face with how this organization is handling this situation. And, and how like, how uh, relevant do you think that is in, in his mind? Like you got to meet me somewhere.
0: This this is the this is the concession that they want
1: mm-hmm.
0: before, you know, going down that thirty something million dollars. And look, the pirates significantly move too. Like we not to give, you know, participation points here, the fact that the pirates agreed to money-wise, a nine-figure contract is it's a first. astronomically yeah. huge for this organization. Absolutely. It shows how seriously they want to get this done. But you also can't ignore that they're moving twenty million dollars off of what they originally asked, and Reynolds is moving thirty to thirty-five. Like right. you can understand why it's he's a big saying, deal. Hey, I should get something more than I want. Something else here that I want. So, and Josh, going off of your math here, uh, that Reynolds came down uh, roughly two million a season. I think that's you're going off of the eight one oh six that's been floating out, which is just again the seven year one hundred. With this year's a uh, one-year six point seven five, which I'm kind of not including until it's kind of hinted that he's making more this year, which I have not heard anything to indicate that. So I've, I'm just viewing this as seven years, a hundred million dollars worth of new money.
1: Also, that's even if you take that line of thinking, and, and not knocking Josh here, but that's still he's doubling what they what they are coming down. Um, that's not how negotiations work (laughs) you don't you don't give up double what the other side is giving up for it to be fair
0: no and I think again I'm not going to just harp on just all this the entire time I promise but 35 million dollars is a lot and it's Reynolds say what you want out of all this and maybe this is something I could appreciate more just having to do those kind of awkward you know interviews in person, like he has not bsed I don't think throughout any of this like he came in to spring training and said, my number one preference is to sign with the pirates long term to stay here. I like being a part. I like the city. I like the team. I want to be here. i I get all that like i I think the fact that he was willing to come so far down is legitimate but like, like <laughs> it all comes down to at something. This is just one last thing, one last obstacle. And as Jeremy put, 14 million is a steal. He'd probably get more of that in arbitration in a year or two. That last year, I, I think he would get 14.
1: Yeah, I agree I, with I, that.
0: I think he'd probably get about 30 million these next two years of arbitration, maybe a little less, but and again, he's not going to make $30 million these next two years or $28 million these next two years because this is more backloaded. This right. frees up the Pirates to pursue a free agent in these next couple years to make this team good now whenever they have this young group of players coming
1: up. Do you, do you think backloading that, um, that deal also with in all likelihood if things stay as they are now, I'm not getting into draft speculation yet, but Right now, Dylan Cruz is the odds-on favorite to be, you know, number one overall. Do you think that uh, the Pirates' long-term plan with this deal is to probably trade Reynolds so they don't have to pay him all of that money at the back end, with the hopes that somebody else in the system is going to be ready to play center field or that third outfield—you know, that one of those three outfield spots at the major league level?
0: I was going to say, I think they already have someone that they kind of want to play. A lot more known yeah. as in, in Salinski. sure, and, sure, and Bay too. But yeah, hey, absolutely. You can't do this all through the farm system, re- regardless of what anyone says. You have to bring in outside guys, and I, and I think that's on the forefront here for Brian Reynolds because, look, I'm going to speculate here for a little bit. Please do not take this as source reporting. This is just me getting to know Brian a little bit over these last couple years. And, you know, just like... The guy doesn't want to spend his career on 100 lost teams the entire way through.
1: Who would, does. Last-
0: <laughs> he does He really doesn't. And I have to wonder, again, pure speculation, how much does Pirates team performance factor into winning this opt-out? Because if this team is not good by 2026, I don't know if anyone's still here. By that yeah like, like heads will have rolled by that point and we're not just talking Shelton we're probably talking Sheraton we're probably talking maybe Travis Williams just like a long list of if you can't get this team good in seven years then no we, we have to go to, somewhere, to someone else yeah. at which point Cruz would be probably two years away from free agency and on the trade block uh, he would be nearing not at the end of his contract but nearing it that you have to wonder if he's on the trade block. Do you think that he really wants to be in a situation where it's like oh my god, I could go through another rebuild and spend my mid 30s Absolutely you know, not. Like, I I have to think again, pure speculation that this is part of what's going on with all this. That if this team is not good by 2026, peace, I'm out. Like I I'm, I'm just bouncing. I'm not going to deal with
1: this. And and honestly, Alex as much as you know, we may think that there's potential with this baseball team, and there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of young talent. Yeah, um, but what have they done to prove to Brian Reynolds that they can be a winning franchise during his time with the team?
0: I mean, they haven't. Yet.
1: And and I think that that what you just said is 100%, 100% spot on that for Brian Reynolds, yeah, this is a safety net. This is a way for me to, you know, it's the emergency shoot. You know, it's if, if the pirates can't figure this out, I want to go somewhere they can. And I think that's fair.
0: Yeah. And depending on how much money backloaded, he could still probably financially benefit from a new contract after mm-hmm. you know, that, that potential opt out. I, I just don't know how this turns out. Like, could they agree to an opt out but push it back another year that they, you know, keep that window open another year? And the risk is inherently less that if he stinks, it's like, well, you're only inheriting three years of, you know, a, a bad player at yeah. a big contract rather than four. I I, I don't want to say that's, you know, something that could even be on the table right now because I, I don't know that for certain. But I feel like maybe if there's any negotiating left to do with this, it would be that because unless the parts are willing to go way way up in their offer and man it was a grind for both sides to get to this absolute to get to this money i don't know if you dare <laughs> want to try to screw that up so just just take just take that part as done this is it like this it's one issue, and I don't see Reynolds moving off of getting an opt-out. Maybe speculation, you could get him to push it back a year to make it a little more friendly, give you a little more team control, give you a little less risk on the back end. But that might be the only thing that could even be potentially negotiated, if that is even on the table. I, I can't
1: say for certain. Right. So to wrap up the segment, gun to your head. Um, I, I know spe- speculating.
0: I knew you were going to ask him.
1: Does the, oh, well, you have to. Does the deal get done in season this season?
0: If it gets done, it gets done sooner rather than later. And I don't know. if I don't, I don't even think this is an I don't know. I can't see any way this doesn't get done without Bob Nutting giving uh, the big thumbs up of, okay, opt out.
1: Do you he think it happens? Out. Your personal opinion, do you think it happens?
0: I think there are very motivated people throughout all these negotiations. So I please do not take this as certainty. I guess the best I could offer at this time is they're not, no, but I, I will say, gun to my head, I would be a little more optimistic if they get it done than not, just because there are motivated people on both sides to get it done. But if it does happen, it's not going to happen in June. It's okay. not going to happen in May. It has it's to. It's going to
1: happen in April,
0: in early April. Okay, in early April,
1: and that is again Alex's opinion. <laughs>
0: opinion, yeah, yeah. That's this is me. not. This That's is not a report. That Brian was willing to move off that money. He's that motivated. Ben is that motivated to move up. Bob Nutting is that motivated to greenlight that type of money. It's one last issue, and I don't know. How it's going to, I, someone might have to go one way or the other that Bob goes to Ben or Ben goes to Bob and just says, come on, let's, let's, we, we're at the one yard line.
1: Uh, well, uh, let's wrap this segment up. We second segment. We'll get in a little bit more fun. Talk about some predictions. Uh, see what Alex thinks about the baseball team. I'll give my two cents as well. But I know everyone wants to hear Alex's thoughts on what where this baseball team is going to be uh, in September and October. Um, end of segment one. We'll be right back. all right uh so that was the end of first segment one we are back uh we never really left on the youtube side if you're watching us live uh we've got some more baseball talk but before we get into the baseball uh predictions alex there's a question that you ignored from one of your from one of your co-workers and one of my former co-workers uh. What kind of segment?
0: Th- I'm saving that for segment three.
1: Do you want to save it for segment we're three?
0: Sa- we're saving it for segment. three. All right, three,
1: we're going to save it for segment three. We won't. Uh, we'll. It's a teaser for the next segment. Um, your thoughts on this baseball team predictions? I've got a list of predictions I want from you. Just some big ticket stuff. Uh, we'll save the. Uh, we'll save the 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 uh, the end of the season uh, record. Uh, I couldn't think of the word record there. (laughs) Um, We will end the seat. We'll do the records at the end of this segment. Uh, I want to start off with uh, G1 Bay over under 25 steals.
0: We got a question right here. I've got to put Jeremy back on here.
1: All right, Jeremy, uh, great minds think alike. Jeremy,
0: love seeing Bay get on base and put pressure on the opposing pitcher. Would love to see him do that on the top of the order. Uh, how long do they keep crews at lead off? We'll, we'll get to that second one here because mm-hmm. I'm sure you have a cruise question coming up, right?
1: Oh, I have got a couple of cruise questions.
0: There we go. Then we'll save that. We'll call it cruise control. Uh, yeah. You guys could actually see my pain. now. That I'm <laughs> on video. This is, great. This is uh, great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> it's a power whatever
1: uh the power yeah. move the there, alex like stump power move yeah, uh maybe. so juan bay how many steals uh, i'm I'll gonna put over, the over under 25
0: i'm gonna take the over there i mean he got two yesterday
1: That's yeah a
0: pretty good start right there so it's
1: you think i might be a little low on that then
0: i know i think i think 25 is fair because if he doesn't get 25 it's gonna be because he didn't get enough playing opportunity and okay. no guarantee you know, boy, but if he like-
1: if he plays the way he did yesterday, or yeah, yeah, yesterday, um, it'd be hard to keep him out of the lineup.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, seriously, yesterday was pretty much like a perfect small ball game that you could have asked from a player. Yeah, like yeah, that was for that sure was a great game. If he could do something resembling that every game, he's going to have the second base job or an outfield yeah. job, or just he'll just be in the lineup every. He'll be the game. guy.
1: Yeah, he'll just be somewhere. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Uh, Okay, so um, we talked about Brian Reynolds in the first segment. Uh, Brian Reynolds over under 75 RBIs.
0: I'll take the over there. Okay. I I think the only way he doesn't hit 75 with the Pirates is this deal doesn't get done and he gets traded at the (laughs) deadline because I'm going to be real with you, Eddie. If you don't get this deal done, I don't think you'll ever get it done. So you may as well look at the trade deadline or those options a lot more seriously. So, But I'll take the over.
1: Take the over? All right. I'm um, I'm I'm agreeing with you on two of two so far, which is starting to scare me, Alex. Um, all right. Let's just jump right into some cruise questions. Uh, you know, everyone talked about him being a 30-30 guy. 30 steals?
0: I'm more confident about the 30 home runs than I am the 30 steals.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. But uh, if I put the over under at 30, you taking the under?
0: I'll take the yonder for steals. Okay, it's, he can do it. And like I'm, I'm working on a piece for DK Pittsburgh Sports right now, that's been interrupted a couple times today for some reason. Uh, about about like the Cruz's potential and what they're working on, what people think about him. Like, it's, <laughs> there's just so much. The, the speed is just one of the tools that he has. Yeah. That's outstanding yesterday you can steal 20 something yeah, you can't steal 30 hell he could steal 40 if you really went all out for it but i, I think 20 something's more likely.
1: yeah man i want to say over so you know what screw it i'm gonna say over i'm gonna say there he gets you go. i'm gonna say he gets 35 i'm gonna go there 35 go. steals why not right I, i'm and, i'm gonna be the bullish guy here um 22 and and you know what for I think that he gets one extra steal for every pizza that Gary Morgan does eat. Don't stop eating pizza, Gary. I'm looking at the comments. Um, All right, let's stick with Cruz. Uh, Does, okay. Does he hit 40 home runs this year? No, I, I staunchly disagree with you.
0: You told me your number before we got started. And Eddie, I love you, man, but it's his first full year in the majors, dude. Maybe one. 40, day.
1: I, I don't 40, 47 home runs for the big guy. I'm sticking with it. I'm planting my flag in this Monroeville dirt on 47 home runs for for uh, <laughs> O'Neal Cruz. And, dude, after what I, saw, I look, I get it. One game. I understand. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But the way he turned on that 101 mile an hour fastball, whoo and that was a thing of beauty that was an absolute thing of beauty it was was. Uh, Dave White
0: is is coming in here how many errors does (laughs) (laughs) you gotta say 47 for this one too Uh,
1: wait wait, is he gonna be a 30-30-30 guy (laughs) (laughs) he might might.
0: Um, I I think it'll start with a 2 I think 22-23 wow But getting better, getting, yeah. I I, I finally got some insight of what they're really working on, what he's really doing. And I think it's all achievable. How about that?
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. Listen, I, again, they're going to, people are going to start thinking that I'm like the pirates, you know, the, the pirates like cheerleader guy. I've been so mad at this baseball team for a few, for uh, quite a few years now uh, to the point where I had to stop paying attention for a little bit for my sanity. So this is not coming from a a Homer or a cheerleader for the Buccos, but I honestly think that, that Cruz is going to be the best pirate since Barry Bonds. I I don't, I'm so high on this kid, man. Like I just haven't seen in our organization and in our hometown team, I haven't seen skill like this, In my adult life, man, this is... He's special, and I I just hope he lives to the potential.
0: I mean, if we're talking pure potential here, like, who were the last three pirates who came up who had this level of potential? It, It would be Kutch. Yep. It would be Bonds. Yep. And it would probably be, after that, Dave Parker.
1: Yeah. Like... Yeah, I... It's... Man, it, it's it's exciting how good he can be but it's just like that can he get there kind of thing you know like we're so spoiled in pittsburgh that you know lemieux got there uh ben got there crosby got there malcolm, malcolm got there you know like clemente yeah, yeah even going that far back clemente it, we've had some special special ball players uh and and athletes can Cruz get there i think it is
0: jeremy to answer your question uh Technically, he got a half a year, or whatever it was day-wise, but it's he doesn't have the full year yet, so he's got six year of team control remaining.
1: Okay, um, let's see what else here. What else? What else? What else?
0: Oh, I thought you had a list.
1: Uh, I did, but I've I, I just had three or four. Uh, okay, does Hayes does Key Brian Hayes finally get his Gold Glove this year?
0: I think he hits enough to get his gold glove this year.
1: All right. Can, all right. I under, Look, I get it, but I also don't get it. Why does it matter what he hits when it comes to the gold freaking glove?
0: Because...
1: I hate that. Just does. I hate that with a hated I passing. hate it
0: too. I think... Look, I'm, I'm admittedly probably biased because I get to watch Hayes every game, and I don't get to watch Arenado after every game. But just Hayes makes so much routine stuff or difficult stuff look routine. Yeah. That it's I, I think he's the best defensive player, second best defensive infielder I've I've seen in my life. But behind Jack Wilson. You know, for a pirate. For a pirate, mm-hmm. I guess I should call it that. Like and I, I I don't know if it's gonna be Jack Wilson for much longer. It could be Hayes.
1: Yeah, Dave White brings up a good point though, if you wanna pop that up on the screen. Yeah. If If he can if he can stay healthy and that's been a big thing with with Key Bryan, we talked about it last week. Part of those health issues, I think, really hampered his is hitting. You know, say what you want, you could just say he's not a great offensive guy, and that's fine. I I'll have to concede to that point right now. But the injuries last year and the year before, like they were a part of the hitting problems. Um. All right. Last one before we get into records. Who is the standout? I don't want to say rookie because there's a more young th- player. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the standout young player that nobody's expecting who, who really like just kind of sets themselves up kind of like what Sewinski Sawin- did last year. It could I mean, be someone in the minors right now. It could be somebody on okay, the major league roster. Anybody, yeah, anybody that just and, and we're and not expecting me- to see right now, like we're not expecting them to be a big part of the team. And then they end up becoming that.
0: So I can't say Andy.
1: You could, I, I, because I think there's, there's still, as much as I want him there, you want him there, we all think he's gonna be there. there's still some qu- question, you know, does he fall off and trip away and not make it? So yeah, I'll take Endy. I think Andy's an, uh, uh, an acceptable answer. All right,
0: like, if, but if, if not Andy um, I'm. I'm really looking forward to see what a four pitch Mike Burroughs brings to the table.
1: Oh, I, yeah. I kind of forgot that he, we could see him this year.
0: Oh, we will uh, see him this year. Yeah, yeah. He's on the 40 man.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know why I forgot that he would, you know, just kind of one of those brain burp moments for me. Um, I agree with you with Andy, but I've already made my thoughts known about where Andy, where I think Andy should be. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the dude that I'm really excited about and he's on the roster is, uh, is Cannon Smith and Jigba. I, yeah. I, I really, I just, I think he brings a lot to the table. He's athletic. He's, he's everything you want in an outfielder. And I just, I really, I think he's going to be a lot more than what we anticipated. And, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people that have high hopes for him. So I think that could be maybe setting the bar too high, but um, yeah, he he's the one that I'm excited for as far as the young guys go. And you know what? We'll put David White. We're, I'm going to shout David White out again. Uh, I'm sucking up to the listeners and, and viewers. How many homers for CSN this year?
0: I don't know if he's here the whole year. Like, is that is my ultimate party pooper? He definitely could be. He definitely okay. could be. He definitely could just take the job and that's that. Uh, but if he, uh, let's say he's here if, for, if, he got, if, he if he he's eighty percent
1: if he's eighty percent of the season. How many home runs do you think he hits?
0: I'm just going to say 500 if he qualified for the batting title. Okay. Low 20s.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. I do it. Wow. All right. I bet. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Final one. Where do they land record-wise this year?
0: 72 and 90, a 10-game improvement, and they sneak into third place in a weekend NL central
1: Okay. I've got them at, uh, 77 and my math, 77 and 83, right? Five. 80, 85. Yeah. I listen, I partied a lot in college. I didn't take any math classes. It's been a while. 70, 77 and 85 is where I've got them. Uh, I think there are a few games better than what you think. And I just think it's because the division's so weak. And I think that I honestly think April is going to be a big month for them, uh, I think they're going to get hot. I think having Kutch around is, and and the energy when they get to P- PNC Park, I think they're going to feed off of that as a young team. And then I think they'll kind of, you know, even out from there. But I think there's going to be a little surge in April where, where we see some exciting baseball and they win maybe a couple of games that they shouldn't. And then, you know, so I think that gets them to 77.
0: So, eh- if they do get to 77 or I, I have said, I think there, there is a roadmap for this team to go 500 or better. Like, or even, I, like I, think a, I think there's a, I
1: think there's a roadmap. Just,
0: there's just very little, little yeah. there, and I'm not saying it's happening, but if it was to happen, getting through April 500, ish would be a big part of it. And whenever you get that Dodgers series, that Astros series, yeah. that White Sox series, that trip to Chicago, uh, I mean, to St. Louis, like you get all that out of the way, if you're hovering around 500, not saying like, oh, they're in it; they're competitors at that point. Right. I, I'm not Yeah.
1: Like, eh. I'm not going to actually better. I'm not saying they're going to be world beaters in April. My thought process is: there's going to be a you know a couple of games at home. There's going to be a little stretch here in April where we see like them running just off of pure emotion, especially you know that first series at home. Um, I think the crowd's going to be a big part of that. I think people, I think the city is excited about this team for a change and young players tend to feed off of stuff like that a lot more than veterans do. So I, I think that's going to be a little bit of, you know, what we see, excuse me. So yeah. I've, hey, listen, I th- there's no way they're worse than last year and and or as bad as last year, so I, and I, I say that, that now.
0: I said that last year too. Like,
1: yeah, but I I do think that we've got uh, the Pirates have some talent. I do think that uh, you know we've got a lot to look forward to, um, with this baseball team this year. I, I really do. I think this is going to be a fun baseball season.
0: Well, I got, we got one more prediction here. Who wins the World Series? Who over who? Oh. You didn't prepare this one?
1: No, I was just talking pirates.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's baseball.
1: I was just thinking pirates, man. Listen, I, I had a 40-hour okay, okay. oh, work. Oh, I'll, a- I'll, you go, and I'll think about it. Give me a oh, second. Okay.
0: Okay. And the ultimate expansion. Oh, my God. It actually happened. The San Diego Padres lose the World Series <laughs> to the Seattle Mariners. I am buying all in on, on wow. the Mariners. They are the team that we thought the blue Jays were going to be a couple of years ago.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, I am going to go. I'm going to go. All right. I'm going to go. I hate, man. I hate myself for even saying this. I think, I think the Yankees win it. And I, Over. I, um I think the Yankees win it over over San Diego as well. I, I got San Diego in it. I hate okay. saying the I'm gonna go I'm gonna go shower after this man. Like this I can't believe I just said that.
0: All right. Well I just we're, we're I, gonna put Eddie back in the corner here for the rest of the Yeah.
1: I'm sorry guys, but I just I see that team and they're they're due. It's New York. They're just too good, man. <laughs> they're they're loaded.
0: If the pitching gets you
1: know healthy at some point yeah 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 i think it will
0: sorry we got one more segment of show coming up here we'll be back in just a second with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice
1: Alright, welcome back for the third and final segment of the Pirates Podcast to be named later. We could not ignore Taylor. Uh, I'm going to read it for you. What kind of season are you expecting out of Potato Pete? And do you have the scoop on what happened between him and Pizza Penny?
0: You know, I... Okay, you're no longer in time Eddie. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's the
0: question that's on everybody's mind right now, whenever it comes to Pirates Baseball, of what happened to Potato Pete and Pizza Penny? Because <laughs> up until a couple years ago, I kind of assumed these were asexual racing beings. And then the Pirates are like, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. And they eloped and they had this wonderful life. They made all those little mini pierogies that you could get at the giant eagle. And Pete's just addicted to the grind. He just has to go. He's <laughs> got that sigma male mindset. Of, you has got to go back. You got to make sure. Sauerkraut Saul has been an embarrassment to the city over the last year. So he is coming out of retirement. He's gonna pull Michael Jordan. He just put the "I'm back." <laughs> go out here, and he and Scotty Pippen are gonna run it back three more times. So.
1: Uh, which, which one of the pierogies was, was, uh, went 0 for last year? Was it sauerkraut saw? It
0: was sauerkraut
1: saw. Yeah. Um, do you have the inside scoop on that? Because and is it okay to talk about the inside scoop on that?
0: I, we, we know the inside scoop Yes, yes,
1: we know. know the inside scoop. But Are we allowed? To, is, it, is it far enough removed to give the inside I will scoop? Ap-
0: I will apologize to the person if we... <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I will apologize to the person because I put you in this mess.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, Saul may not get back into the wind column anytime mm-hmm. soon. The joke's not dead yet. <laughs> it's not dead yet. And as at least the last update I got, it's not dead yet. So gonna be, we're going to, they're going to be, maybe, maybe or Palooza, Saul gets to win and we all get to be witnesses to history.
1: We have a uh, group chat that we're going to have to consult on this one. Yeah. Because we have, we, there's another insider uh, <laughs> that we have in a group chat that, uh, <laughs> that actually uh is is a pierogi and i, I don't know that's if right. it's i don't know if he still is that's actually a good question uh it's i'm not gonna
0: worse with your pronouns to keep uh to keep identity safe
1: yeah that's true uh <laughs> this person i i don't know if he wants that a, as public as we could make it <laughs> oh man <laughs> Oh, but um listen, Andrew Mundy won't care if I put him out. <laughs> oh, oh my god.
0: <laughs> we're calling it. Thank you guys for showing up <laughs> for a live episode of the Pirates Podcast <laughs> to later. We're gonna be doing these probably less often. But if you like this live format, we do 24 sevens, pirates 24 sevens a couple yep. times a week. If you wanna participate, we're gonna do them. It's going to be just me. Maybe we'll get Eddie off the bench. We'll do these. Uh, we'll see what happens. To do these, you know. I'll try to get down to the ballpark. Yeah. We're going to see how these turn out. Yeah,
1: Thank it's you been guys fun. so
0: much for listening. We'll, we'll talk again next week.